Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about the shoulds versus the musts. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. Today's episode is sponsored by my free dosha quiz. It's at andreaclausen.com backslash quiz. So I decided to create a super comprehensive quiz all about your dosha. So as you guys have heard me talk about Ayurveda, I wanted to give you guys the tools to understand what your dosha is and how you can start to implement some of the things that I'm teaching into your lives. And so whether you're a vata, pitta, or kapha, this quiz will help give you kind of details on what to do and by listening to the podcast, a little bit more understanding of exactly how Ayurveda can fit into your lives. So head on over to andreaclausen.com backslash quiz to take that free quiz and learn more about your dosha. I'm super excited to chat about this. So this has been something that um, has been kind of coming up for me in my life. And it was based off a book that I just recently read called The Crossroads of Should and Must. Um, I was going to look up the author's name. Of course, I forgot. Um, But if you look on Amazon, that's where I got the book. So this book, it was really, it was kind of, I want to say like life-changing, but it was kind of eye-opening and um, alluding to something that I've already been seeing in the world. And this basic, uh, this basic kind of philosophy is that we don't know ourselves as well as I think that we should or that we do. And a lot of that is where we kind of get entangled in this should versus must. Because if we don't know ourselves, then how do we know what we should do versus what we must do, what we even like to do, what we want to do, what we feel like we have to do? I think there's just a lot of like stuff bombarded and thrown at us. And you know, how often have we said to ourselves, I should meditate, I should work out, eat healthier, not work so late, go to bed early, get up early. I mean, I could just keep going and going. And I know I've said this myself about some of those things. It's super common. Like we always are like, I should do this. But really, do we want to? And do we feel like we must do it? Because I think that's also the difference between the should and must. Like must to me feels like I must or I have to work out because otherwise I just feel off in my life if I'm not moving my body. I have to go to bed on time because if I wake up early and I haven't had my night's rest. I am super crabby. I'm cranky. I'm not as attuned to my life. And you know, those are some things that I have noticed that I have to, or I must do. And there are real reasons behind that. So whenever we start these things or we say, I should do this, a lot of the times we don't do it because we don't have that strong why or that compelling, if I don't do it, this is going to happen you know, situation going on. You know, the more that we get into those routines of going to bed earlier and noticing the changes, the more that we start to say, oh yeah, this is why I do that. This is why I start to, um, you know, feel better. Now, we often uh, sometimes can self-sabotage, which I have done myself. So, uh, but before we even talk about self-sabotaging, because I will will go there and I will share um, a story that I've kind of uh, happened to me over the summer. But we often, I want to give you guys a little bit of homework because I might be saying this and you guys might be thinking, gosh, I don't even know if I have that list. So I'm going to kind of give you guys your homework right now. And then I'll remind you at the end, because I think it's so important to create our list. So start making a list of things that you say that you should do. And then looking at that list and it can be just everything. I mean, so it could be like getting your hair done on a more regular basis, cleaning your house. It could be um, getting your nails done. I mean, 
It can be anything that you constantly are saying, I should do this. And then look at those things and say, huh, do I actually feel compelled to really clean my house on a regular basis or do my nails on a regular basis, whatever it is. And just really look through this list and you're going to start to see, okay, this is going to have to move over to the must column. Now, I also want you to write a must or like, I have to do this column. And that can be stuff as like, you have to pay the bills or um, you have to, maybe you are also someone who has to work out. You have to have um, vegetables at least once a week, whatever that might look like, you know, just kind of go through and write your have tos and then just notice those. And maybe some of those have tos can slide over to the should list or just completely fall off the list. Cause maybe you're doing things that you're like, actually, I don't know why or how that even got started. Cause we might also find stuff that like you just told yourself, this is what I have to do. Um, or I must do to reach a certain goal, which it could be like even, you know, changing your workouts from a 30 minute workout to 20 minutes, you know, just exploring and playing because I don't think there's anything that's set in stone. I think it's all kind of evolution and it flows as we flow. You know, we don't want to be living in the, I should land, you know, we just don't want to constantly over there and just kind of be like, Oh, and then we never get anything done. You know, we got to start paddling our boat over to the, I must land. And that's how you start to make those things a habit. And that's really how you can start to transform your life. So, you know, what's also not fun though, (laughs) when we start something new. So habits, like starting these things, starting these new things that we must do, they're not easy. You know, even if we know that these are really going to benefit us and we know that like, this is the thing that's going to take us or my health or whatever, your business to the next level, but you have to stick with it. And sticking with it can be, it can be hard, you know, they get broken. And that's what happens to us is if we break a habit, um, we just feel like it has to be all or nothing when that's not how habits get started or even formed. We're going to fall back. We're going to lose our habits. We're going to have to start over and it's okay. We need to accept that. And the sooner we can accept that, you know, oh, I started and I stopped the sooner that we're going to actually reach our goals because we're going to realize, okay, I just got to, it's just another little bump in the road. I'm just going to hit the bump, go over it. And we'll just be back on the other side in no time. You know, rather than saying, as I know this from being, you know, in the health and wellness, you know, industry for so many years, that, that thing that gets us is, oh, I broke my diet. I got it. It's done. You know, like say it's breakfast and maybe you had a chocolate chip cookie as you ran out the door and then you're like, shoot, I was supposed to be following this whole 30 and now it's out the window. Well, I might as well eat, you know, fish sticks and French fries for lunch and a hamburger and happy hour for dinner. And we just throw it out the window. And then you're like, well, it's Tuesday. So the week's already gone. And we kind of do that with ourselves instead of saying, you know what? That was just a bump. There's no big deal. Like, let's just get back on track at the next time we can. So that's something I want you guys to start thinking about too, is just knowing these habits, they take time. We are going to set them. We are going to break them. And then how we come through them is, or I guess how you would say those become set in stone habits that are going to be your have to or must to is by working through it. So it's, we might hit that bump. We might have that setback, but we're going to turn around and we're going to try again. So one example that I had over the summer And I was talking about this earlier on the podcast with guests was I was like, oh, I haven't really been feeling um, drinking wine lately. And I know that that's like my go-to on Friday nights. Just loved having a glass of wine. And this has been my habit for years is just glass of wine, um, watching 2020, having a bowl of popcorn. 
And this is before I was even married. Like that was my Friday night. And so that's kind of the habit that I had been in, you know, for about six years. So as you know, the longer you've had this habit, the harder it's going to be to break it. So I was doing pretty well with this, but summer hit. I was like, Ooh, bottle of rosé sounds nice. So I would have, I'd break open the bottle. I usually, I cannot finish a bottle in one sitting. That's just not a good situation. So I usually would have a glass, two glasses that night. And then the next night I'm like, well, I don't want it to go to waste. And so then I'd have a glass or two, um, the next night. And that's kind of how it was the whole summer. So like, that's just the routine I got into. And so that was my new habit. I stopped with the you know, feeling clear and feeling connected to, you know, my energy and my shift. And I got off and I could feel it. But in my head, I'm like, well, I'm consciously doing this. I'm consciously choosing it. But really like looking back, I'm like, no, I was self-sabotaging like that. That's a real thing. Like I'm looking back. I'm like, wow, I really just, I could feel how close I was to like just this breakthrough, like mentally and business wise. And then I was like, no, let's not do that. That feels uncomfortable. The change feels uncomfortable. So I'm going to sabotage myself by having the wine. So I'm not going to move forward in the things that I should be because I'm going to lose that connection to self, to the divine, to God, whoever you believe in. Like that's kind of what was going through. And then I would just cut it off because I was like, nope, I don't want it to. It's too powerful. And I would kind of get scared. I think that's what a lot of us do is we have to, you know, we, we get scared of who we're becoming, you know, evolve is one of my favorite words. And, um, I feel like we're all constantly evolving. And if we're not, we're stagnant or going in reverse, which is not great. But for me, constantly evolving, it fills me up, like just checking in with myself, seeing what's going on. But you know what? Sometimes that's scary. Like seeing, oh my gosh, like I'm really changing who I am. People are not going to like know who I am anymore because I've completely shifted gears. And yet that's scary. Like that, that's a scary thing. And so if you went from the person maybe who always said yes to every happy hour and you're the person who is a you know, bundle of laughs and you're the one who's out there center of attention, but really you're like, I'm hurting inside. Like this does not feel good, but this is how my friends know me. This is what my social group knows me as. So you keep doing it and you keep hurting yourself. And um, it's hard to jump out of that and say, you know what, this is not who I am. And I've also had that moment. Um, I guess I was probably in my mid twenties and I had that same moment. I was out with a friend and I just remember collapsing and sitting down on um, a curb in downtown Minneapolis bawling. And I was like, I do not, this is not who I am. Like I am not someone who stays up this late at night, drinks all, you know, every weekend, just lives for the weekend and is just going out with my friend who was boy crazy. And so I would just end up following her after the bars closed to whoever's hotel. And I would just sit in a chair and pout and be mad. And that's how I spent so much of my mid to late twenties is just not myself. And that night I just broke down and just started bawling. So I'm like, this isn't who I am. Like, this is, this is not me to the core. I was so, I was so not happy with myself and my life and I didn't know how to get out. And so I slowly started to kind of you know, peel away from that friend and saying, no, I can't, no, I'm not going to go out this weekend. Um, you know, maybe it was just starting with one night. Maybe I'll just come with you one night. And then eventually it started to be like, Hey, you know what? Let's just skip a couple weekends. And then eventually it just got to be the point where I just kept telling her, no, that she just stopped calling me. And then that was how it transitioned. And so that's sometimes what has to happen. The change is not only going to be uncomfortable for you. If you're in a situation like that, it's going to be uncomfortable for the first person that you're 
changing away from and evolving away from. And sometimes that can be someone as close as like your best friend, can be your spouse. Um, typically it's probably not your child, but you know, it can be, it could be a parent, can be a sibling. And that's tough because those are like deep connection and deep rooted relationships. So, um, you know, obviously I can't speak to every relationship and every parent relationship. Sometimes, um, you know, I would love to say that your parents will love you no matter what, but everyone has a different relationship there. So I won't even really touch on that because I have a good one and I know my family will love me no matter what, you know, even if they don't always appreciate all of my quirks, you know, they still are going to love me. And I know I'm super fortunate on that regard. So if that's your case, maybe you can find someone else who's went through the same situation and had to slowly back away or set up some different boundaries around that relationship so you could start your evolution. So you could start evolving into who you really are. Because I think sometimes we get stuck in the, this is how they know me. This is who I am. But that could be who you are 10 years ago. If you haven't changed in 10 years, that could be a problem. You know, I really do think that we are meant to evolve constantly because we're constantly, if we're trying to fill ourselves up and trying to learn, we are going to change what we read, what we watch, who we're around. If we're around new people, it's going to change us and that's okay. So really look into this and who you're filling your, your life up with and what you're filling your life up with, because that's going to make a difference. You know, for me right now, I'm in this big whirlwind of evolution. And this is what I was pushing away all summer long. And I'm finally stepping into it because I'm ready. Like I've, I'm ready to deal and I've pushed it away. And I'm really stepping into the medicine woman and, you know, transformational coach. Because I was told not to call myself a medicine woman because that will freak people out. But that is what Ayurveda is. It's working with medicine. And it's also with transformational. Um, you know, the transformational aspect of becoming who you really are. And so I told them, I will, I will do that. I will call myself a transformational coach. Yet I am still a medicine woman because to me, those go hand in hand, you know, and I feel that shift inside me in sharing it with people. And it's funny because the people I've shared it with, they're like, I already knew this about you. Like they've seen it in me for years, just waiting for it to come out. And I think sometimes you'll have that in your life too, where you might be saying, you know what? Hey, I actually do want to, you know, maybe for you, you want to become a personal trainer or you want to teach some group fitness classes or go to yoga teacher training. Why not? You know, like really, why not? Like that can be the next evolution of you. And the people closest to you will probably already say, I can totally see that in you. And they've known it's there all along, but maybe you finally are ready to pull it out and bring it out to life. You know, and for me, this is kind of the, the nice little shift because I've been personal training for 11 years now. And really, if anyone else is a trainer out there, you know, it's like coaching. I mean, you're coaching constantly. And I have a, I have a degree in sports and exercise science and psychology. And I say, I use my psychology degree probably more so than my sports and exercise science degree, because that's really at the level when you're working with a trainer, it's a lot of mindset, you know, cause that's what we're really digging into. And that's the part I love to do. And that's why I really want to start to make some deeper shifts with women, you know, and just eliminating the workout factor. Cause I know that can be, that can be something that people are like, I actually don't, I don't want to start there. They know they just need to start with the mindset first before they even step foot into a gym before they even, maybe they don't even want to work out. They just want to do some movement outside. Awesome. Like I can really help you and fulfill you there. And I've actually recommended that to clients before. I will tell them, I don't want to see you for a few weeks, you know, or even for months because they need to heal. And, um, that is something, but I still want to have contact with them, but doing what I'm doing now, I can't, you know, like I can do a call, 
but it's just not what they're used to. Like they're used to having me train them. So this is something that I'm really excited to get into and just help people have just a deeper meaning and connection to their lives, you know, and not just live for happy hour or the next weekend or your next maybe event or holiday. Like I want us to go deeper. I want us to have a more fulfilling life because so many of us are just floating by and floating through. And I know because I, I used to like even doing my own business, like I used to just float by and I was always constantly looking for that next event. I'm like, what, what's next in my calendar? Great. It's only one month away. Let's count down the weekends until I get there, you know, rather than appreciating each day for what it is. You know, I, I honestly, the shifts that I've made there, I think have been really through some of my, I will call them my medicine woman tools and just the stuff that I've learned through Ayurveda and just being more conscious about how I set up my day. And those are stuff that I want to share with you guys on the podcast. Um, I really want to share with you guys, uh, you know, in person, if you guys want to work with me, awesome as well. Um, I'm opening that door up because I think that this is the next, this is the next thing that the world needs. Um, I think there's no coincidence either that for my podcast, it's more than doubled any other podcast in terms of listening, people who've downloaded and listened. It's the one entitled Women Who Run With The Wolves. My favorite book. It's a book I actually brought to my mastermind that we had over the weekend. Um, and I brought it to give away because I think that this should be required reading for every woman who is college age and above. Like this, this is a must read. This is something that really opens up our eyes into what is, what is our potential and what have we been putting down or shoving down because we didn't think it was possible. So that's, the, that's kind of the, I guess, direction my podcast will be going as well. I have a lot of coaches coming on the podcast, Ayurvedic practitioners, um, women who work with herbs, and just they're really people who are helping us get back to the roots of why we're here and what we're doing with our lives. And so that's the shift. And honestly, just looking through numbers, I think that's the shift that everyone's wanting to listen to because the podcasts that really do well are the ones that are tuned into making ourselves better because there needs to be more of that, I think, out in the world is us stepping up into our true callings, whatever that might be. And that true calling can be a stay-at-home mom that can be, that can be running your own business, that can be a CEO of a major company. You know, I've worked with all of those type of women. And they're all at the, at the end of the day, we're all the same. Like we all have those same goals and we all have the different things that fulfill us. And it's about tapping into what it is right for you. And that's how we really connect with, you know, not only each other, but with the world. And we really start to have that transformation and it can spew out and it can, you know, I want to have other women helping other women. And I am not, I'm so proud of one of my clients. She started her own business and is doing it. You know, she's out in New York city. She is, you know, She's flyering people as they walk by. I mean, she is out there doing it, spreading her message like that. Nothing lights me up more than seeing that, you know, people coming alive to what they're meant to do. So that's what I, that's what I see myself going to. And this podcast coming to is just to really help you transform your life. And, um, it starts by working on the inside and then eventually that will evolve onto the outside, but we got to work on us. We got to know us first. So we can really start to do the work that we're called to do. All right. So please stay tuned. I cannot wait to really go deep with you guys. You know, I'm feeling it today. I'm feeling the fire. Um, I cannot, I cannot wait. So still going to have weekly challenges. So you guys, this weekly challenge is still going to be writing down what you should do and then writing down a list of what you must do or have to do and really do that. Like tap into it, tap into your soul and really start to pull from here and notice what comes up. 
And it can be stuff that you don't like, and that's okay. Because we need to know it's there. Because if we ignore it and we're ignoring those shadows, we're not really doing the work. We have to pull those things out so we can work through them, so we can really go deep with what we're here to do. All right. So that's what I have for you guys this week. I cannot wait to chat a little bit more uh, in depth with you guys about this. So again, if you guys want to, you know, talk with me, I have a free 15 minute call with me to just go deep. And that's at andreaclawson.com backslash discovery call. And um, we'll go deep and we'll talk about what your goals are and see, you know, see if we would be a good fit to work together. All right. So that's what I have for you guys today. So everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.